The following podcast is a B&E Network exclusive. Welcome to B-Movies and E-Books, I'm Craig Wade. And I'm Brian Allen Delaney. And it's episode 116. The big 116. Yep. And on this episode, it's going to be a little different. Uh, We've done episodes like this in the past, but we are not reviewing or um, really, yeah, reviewing any books or movies. (laughs) I don't know what I... So so we're just abandoning the whole premise of the show. (laughs) Hope you guys like talking socks. Because that's when this <laughs> podcast is turned in. No, um, it, it's a backdoor pilot for our sock cast. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So we are uh, we're actually just talking with uh, Jared Barbie and Patrick C. Harrison the third from uh, Death's Head Press, and uh, yeah, it should be a really fun conversation. But um, before we get into that, uh, what's new with you, Brian? Uh, not too much. I went and saw Glass. Oh yeah, was it good? Um, no. So, <laughs> ha- have you seen any like of the online reaction to it? No. Okay, so everyone hates it oh, pretty really? much. <laughs> um, I thought it was great because I wasn't expecting it to be what everyone else expected it to be. Like everyone thought that okay, now since Shyamalan's making a um, superhero universe, right? That it was basically going to be another Marvel movie or something. Okay. Uh, So spoiler alert, like 80% of the movie is them hanging out in their cells. (laughs) Really? Yeah. (laughs) It's a lot. Like 75, 80% of the movie at least is them in the psychiatric hospital. But um, I actually really liked it. It was the most comic booky movie to ever comic book. Because it was like it was like a love letter to the idea of comic books. Uh-huh. And so you remember in Unbreakable how serious it took the concept of comic books. Yeah. It was like that, but like dialed up to 11. And and so I don't know. I really liked it. I wasn't expecting it to be a huge beat em up superhero movie, although there were parts of that. And some of them were actually pretty visceral because it was still grounded in reality, mm-hmm. you know, like, like, uh, what's his face? Um, the, the beast and, uh, uh, why can't I remember Bruce Willis's character both have like super strength, but you know, it's enough to like flip over a car, not like lift it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's still super strong, but it's still, almost within the bounds of what like a strong man can do in like the, the world's strongest man competition or something. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. I liked it. So scale of one to five. <laughs> I just make you uh, rate everything we've seen. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'd mm-hmm. probably give it a four. Hmm. I don't, I don't think I liked it as much as split, 
Um, but it was, really? I still really liked it. You give Split a better than a four out of five? I thought I did. Maybe you didn't put me on the spot whenever I talked about it before. <laughs> uh, uh, see, I liked Split. I thought it had amazing performance, but the movie itself I was, it was just so-so to me. Like, yeah. Uh, well, in this one, they, they try to like um, <clears throat> put everything like grounded in reality, mm-hmm. and they try to uh, convince like uh, his character, Kevin, that he doesn't actually have superpowers and like everything else was just like coincidence. Like when they shot him with the shotgun, it was like, well, cause it was an old shotgun, old shells and they were wet mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's like, it didn't shoot full force. That's why you were able to survive a shotgun blast and stuff. And it's like, it, there's all these like seeds of doubt. So yeah. it's like the first two movies set up that this is a world with superheroes. Mm-hmm. Right. And then this movie tries to tear it down. And so it's like, um, you know, trying to instill uh, doubt in into into the characters that they're not actually superhuman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It was much more psychological than I think people were expecting, though. Yeah, the yeah. end. Uh, well, I was just trying to think of what other people had said. I've only heard a few people talk about it, but yeah. Um, Everybody that I've seen has been has liked it, but been like, I don't understand why you people don't like it. So like, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, sounds like it's probably a pretty good movie. But yeah, I liked it. Do you see uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot actually got uh, was announced officially because they got funding and stuff? Yeah, um, I'm excited about that. Yeah. I am too. I mean, it's it's going to be funny and almost sort of like meta commentary because it's going to be, you know, <laughs> the them movie. stopping a reboot, but it itself is going to be like a sequel, you know? Yeah, but it, it's like the exact same thing like as the first one. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so it's like a sequel, but almost like a complete retelling of the first one because it's, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's funny to me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a I'm excited. I'm I'm sitting here thinking, man, there hadn't been a whole lot of news since our last episode. Well, the reason being is it was only a week ago. Yeah. I, was, I was like, shit, man, this hadn't nothing's happened in two weeks. But yeah. I mean, we could talk plenty about other news. What do you mean? Oh, like news news? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. been plenty of that. There's been like a year's worth of that this last week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh there's there was a trailer for a movie called Shakespeare Shitstorm that I can't find it, <laughs> but I, I, I wish I had seen it because uh, you know it, it was a trauma movie, so uh-huh. that kind of explains quite a bit. Yeah, Lloyd Kaufman's coming to town. Oh yeah, he's yeah, gonna, I saw that. He's going to be at an Alamo in like in February something on oh, Tuesday, like the sixteenth or something. I mean. Yeah, yeah, the, That'd be fine. <laughs> like, I have no burning desire to go see Lloyd Kaufman. You? No. I mean, like, we, we met, met him, him once. Yeah. Yeah. He was a really nice guy. Yeah. He was very nice. Um, Have you seen... Uh, they dropped a trailer this week of Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile, the Ted Bundy movie with Zac Efron <laughs> as Ted Bundy? I, I didn't watch it, but I'll, I'll, go, I'll tell you this. When that casting was announced... Uh-huh. Of Zac Efron being Ted Bundy, I was I'm so excited for this movie. 
Dude, the movie looks good. I, a lot of people are mad because the trailer almost feels like a... Uh, it almost feels like the house that Jack built or something where it was like kind of a cool, a cool movie. You know what I'm saying? Or like yeah. Wolf of Wall Street where it's like, oh like, shit, we're getting caught. It's glamorizing him. Yeah, yeah. And, and I do agree with that. But I don't agree with the outrage about it. But I do agree that that's the tone of the trailer. But this movie mm-hmm. looks badass. Yeah. There's a lot of Ted Bundy stuff coming on. Like, there's a new documentary on Netflix about him. Yeah, it's four parts. It's like, we watched it. Is it good? I'm, I watched it. Is, is it as good it. as both of those fire documentaries? Um, What I saw <laughs> was fine. It was fine. He was just like a full egotistical ass. Yeah. I mean, they're trying, also they're trying a killer. To, <laughs> but... They're trying to bill it like uh like a horror movie, like the documentary. People are like, Don't watch it alone and stuff. And you're just like, It's a it's a documentary. Yeah. But although I will say the scariest movie I've ever seen is a documentary, so what? The nightmare. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's a scary movie. Um, uh I think uh I didn't watch it, but uh there was an Amazon trailer for the boys. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was on my list of things to watch, too. I was just like, I was super busy this week with stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't read it or watched it, but something tells me that uh, I would love the comic, The Boys. Oh, The Boys is good. Like, um, I I never finished it, but, but like, I read uh, a lot of it. Um, a lot of those Dynamite superhero comics were, that was Dynamite, right? I think, I wasn't remember. it IDW? IDW doesn't do stuff like that. Really? Yeah, IDW does like Transformers. <laughs> yeah, they have they, a GoBots comic out they now. They did Motel Hell. But well, I mean, it don't matter. Dynamite. Yeah, uh, the first couple of episode or issues were on Wildstorm, which is actually a DC imprint, but then it caved for a while. Um, and then <laughs> issue seven through seventy-two were in Dynamite. Huh. Yeah. But, um, yeah. all those dynamite superhero things like irredeemable and stuff, they were really good. They're all pretty much mature audience, right? Oh yeah. I mean, the boys, are, the, the reason it piqued my interest is Garth Ennis. I mean, yeah, I, I haven't read the, anything of his. I didn't like the boys is basically like, um, you know, what if the justice league were complete assholes mm-hmm. and, uh, and then, irredeemable wasn't like they weren't connected or anything but like was basically what if superman was a complete asshole (laughs) you know what i plan on going back and reading which i didn't read the entire run sandman no transmetropolitan (laughs) yeah i never finished that either yeah like it's one of those things that like if you're a comic book reader you should have read oh really but you know but i've never actually finished it i'm not really that much of a comic book reader yeah I mean, I, I like, I like them. I don't follow them and yeah. I only like non superhero shit. I, I still think you should give uh invincible a try. It starts off really like irredeemable or invincible. No, no invincible. You'd like that one. Um, it's also, I mean, you'd probably like irredeemable too, but, um, invincible starts off basically like a normal comic book mm-hmm. and then just gets so incredibly violent. Oh yeah. <laughs> like incredibly violent there's one issue that's just a fight between two main characters the entire issue (laughs) right and it is just like page after page of like pulling each other's guts out and shit 
<laughs> nice. I probably would like that. <laughs> like it's it's insane. It's definitely a case of know your audience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um yeah, I don't really have a whole lot. Uh there I watched a movie. What freaking movie did I watch? Doesn't matter, wasn't great. <laughs> anyway. I've just I've just been rewatching Game of Thrones in preparation for the new season. Is this the final season? The final season. Are you gonna cry? That's it. Yes, I will totally cry when it's over. Yeah. No, uh no, like I saw in like a news trade publication thing on online. I don't subscribe to them or anything, but they filmed for this last season the largest or longest fight scene, like battle scene ever filmed. Probably it was 55 days of a shoot for just one battle scene. Must be the, like, it must be nice to have a production that big. Yeah. Like, think about all the, that, all the movies. That's longer. That's longer of a, like a, of a shoot than a lot of movies get like a lot of full movies. 55 freaking days. Yeah. Uh, of high budget too. It's not yeah. like it was crap budget or anything. Oh yeah. They literally cloned a real dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what makes me laugh about like Avatar. Like the reason that they're investing in Avatar sequels is really just for the technology. They don't give a shit about the movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean at this at this point, yeah, you just make or you just make James Cameron make movies to advanced technology and science. Because that's the only thing he does really nowadays. <laughs> yeah it's like that's crazy though but i mean like disney used to do the same thing too yeah like every movie would be like not only is this a new movie but we had to invent cameras <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah that is true yeah. uh well uh oh you see that's what i was gonna say you see that john, oh the john wick three trailer oh you know what okay i have it but I was so excited because they were going to play. Uh, they played a John Wick trailer in front of glass, mm-hmm. but they played John Wick 2. I don't even understand how that happened. Like they played a trailer for John Wick 2. It was like coming 2017. And it was like this freaking trailer for John Wick 2. What theater did you see that? Um, uh, Just a regular AMC. <laughs> the one over by your work. Huh. Well, that's weird. Yeah. And like, I just sat there like watching it the whole time. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> like, because, you know, like Alamo will play old trailers that's where and I was stuff. Going. I was like, but it was just no, Alamo this was weird. and it wasn't even the first trailer. It was like the third or fourth trailer. And it's John Wick 2. I like how that movie started as like, man, simple revenge. You kill my dog. And then it's like, now I'll kill all of my bosses. And oh my God, there's so much more, you know? Like, yeah, like there's a whole like mythology almost behind it. Yeah. Um, he's in Toy Story 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keanu Reeves is. And apparently his character is essentially John Wick. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's like an action figure. <laughs> that dude has gotten, like, I love Keanu Reeves. Everyone does, right? Yeah, there is no one alive who does not. But... He's gotten so lucky, like in in his actual roles. Think about it, like Dude. The Matrix, followed by John Wick. <laughs> like, that's <sighs> Dracula. 
<laughs> yeah. But no, no, like apparently he's the best guy ever too. Like he'll like donate all his stuff to charity and like take pay cuts so like crew can get paid more yeah. and stuff. And it's like he he might be the best person that's ever lived. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. I, I doubt it, but okay. <laughs> He's probably one of the better celebrities. I'll give him that. <laughs> I, I, are you on that uh, Keanu Reeves is awesome Reddit? No, but I'm going to be. Yeah, it's a sub. Just like it's all those stories like that. Of just him. <laughs> but then one dude spotted him in Paris and it shows him and he has a glass of like a, a bottle of wine at his table and then him like moving the glass and just drinking the wine and then like him asleep on the street. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, get old, get old, John Wick. But, yeah. Well, you want to get into the the conversation with the boys at Death's Head Press? Sure. All right. We will be right back. All right, we're back. We're talking with two gentlemen from Death's Head Press, Mr. Jared Barbie and Mr. Patrick C. Harrison III. Hey, what's up? How's it going, guys? Does this feel like deja vu? <laughs> <laughs> All over again. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, so do you guys, uh, y'all want to uh, introduce yourselves? Tell us a little bit about yourselves. This is that awkward part in class where you make, like, teacher makes you talk yeah, about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Would you do over introduce the yourself. Go, <laughs> Go for it, Patrick. Go. All right. All right. Um, all right. I'm a writer, I'm an editor, a publisher. Me and Jared got together on this Death's Head Press thing, what, six months ago? Uh, uh, back in August, I think. Yeah, something like that. Right, right before the first an anthology. He asked if I wanted to be a part of it. I said, let's do it. And from there grew Death's Head Press, and here we are. All right. And we had, now you had written, uh, you were, you had self-published prior to this, right? Uh, I have a self-published novel and a collection. I've been published in multiple other anthologies. But yeah, I have a little experience in self-publishing and in Hold on, your mic's cutting out. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we had done, uh, we had covered your uh, your book, uh, Inferno Bound and the Hellhounds, and yeah, also, yeah, yeah. Then I bought uh, Five Tales that'll land you from land you in hell at KillerCon. I enjoyed that as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just wasn't sure if those were uh, self or, or under another one. So you guys uh, spearheaded this, uh, Jared. Tell me, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, uh, I'm just a, a dude, you know, uh, uh, I'm in, uh, I'm in oil and gas during the day, the book publishing at night, uh, just sitting at my desk one day and, uh, which one pays more? Uh, definitely the oil and gas. Oh my God. Uh, in fact, on my other screen over here is the, the, uh, like Kendall reports. It's just some sad shit that you gotta look at. 
every 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> clicking refresh over and over. Uh, yeah. How responsive is that, by the way? <laughs> is it quick uh, or no? It's. Uh, I hope not. I hope it's like behind about seven days at this point right now. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I think it updates every 15 minutes. So. Uh, <laughs> we're fucked. Uh, but no. Uh, it's uh both jobs are are mutually beneficial to each other i i have a lot of time offshore to uh kind of deal with with this uh so basically that company pays for this company so it uh it all works out yeah yeah uh, you now you work uh you're like way offshore you're in africa or something right yeah yeah i work out of uh, equatorial guinea uh west africa a uh, little bitty tiny country, uh, just for Ebola uh, country. Yeah, yeah, it's right below Ebola country. Uh, I've had a few checkups uh, when I come in, but uh, other than that, it's just like working offshore here in the Gulf. Uh, once you get offshore, there's uh, nothing real different. Yeah. <laughs> it's water and and dudes, and that's it. Water and dudes. Yeah. Well, there you go. So. <laughs> But it, it gives me a lot of time to to focus on uh, on Death's Head Press, uh, which I mean, initially it took minutes of planning to form the company, and uh, <laughs> and, that, and after that brainstorming, here we go, and then and this is like our first book is out, uh, and hell followed, it's out there. So that looks badass, by the way. Yeah, I, I, it does. I love the Don Noble did the cover, right? He did. He did yeah. an excellent job. He nailed it on like the first try too. Yeah, uh, I love yeah. in like cover. twenty minutes, we asked for a cover. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> and it's like boom. I was like, I love that. Uh, and actually, uh, I mean, this is my first soiree into the printing of anything, and it just feels chunky and feels like a book, man. And it's just amazing me when I open it up and uh, see all the talent in there. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's a. I mean, I don't have the the paperback, but uh, it is a. It's a really good, well rounded anthology. Um, yeah, it's really solid. Uh, now y'all are going to do a release for that. Where uh, where was that? It's in in Patrickstown, right? Yeah, it's a little town of Greenville, Texas, with about twenty thousand people here. We're going to do this big release party. Well, there you go. Um, really, uh, some of the offers. And then he'll follow see Burke Miller is kind of spearheading that. He's 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 been an author here for about ten years and has kind of has a following and he lives in Greenville as well. Oh, uh, okay. And um, you know, there's me, there's him, then Chris Miller, one of the other authors, Molly Young, are within driving distance. We're able to get four authors there. Jared's gonna drive up. I think possibly John Wayne Communal's gonna come up. Gonna no, be he's gonna be on tour. Somewhere. Oh, is he on tour that that week? Yeah, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> he yeah. he just submitted to Bizarro too. I, I might have to reconsider that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's definitely one of those type deals where we are in total control. And no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, he's a uh, he's a uh, he's not gonna make it. But uh, <laughs> it's open invitation. Anybody who. Uh, checks out our Facebook page and wants to show up, show up, be our guest. Uh, sure. When is, when when, is that happening? 
That's uh, February 16th uh, okay. at 7 p.m. at the Corner Street Pub in Greenville, Texas. Okay. Yep. Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure to put a, like a link to that in the description and everything too. Yeah, in fact, yeah, we're gonna. I mean, oh, we, we should blast it on our on our yeah, small yeah, Facebook definitely. group, but we're not very active on Facebook, which kind of sucks. But I mean, there's there's still some people on there, so we should You're right. We should uh, send. It well, we're actually well. doing a, a a broadcast. The Dead Man's Tome is gonna do a. We're doing an online release and a live release at the same time, so. Uh, Sort of like kill two birds with one stone. Well, there you go. And uh, it'll probably end up us getting ripped and forgetting about the online thing, <laughs> but we're going to give it a try. We should and, have uh, Brian come up, and then we'll have Edmund have like eating podcast. <laughs> yeah, doing two at once. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That would be, and then we can all wrestle. Come <laughs> off the top fucking rope. Or just get, so, just get so shit-faced that you're just like, books are free, everyone. No, <laughs> no, easy, easy. See, see, we, that's why you don't want us there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're that element. <laughs> I think I've already given away way more free books on this one than, than we've sold. Yeah. Uh, Is Craig drinking years? already? Look at him, drinking already. Nah, it's, it's Topo it's Chico. A- Nothing... This is water. Right. Hey, Topo Chico we, plan, brother. Look at it. It's totally it. just water. <laughs> Are y'all getting paid for that? What? My, oh, my Topo? No. Yeah. Rolling no. that Topo Chico cash? God, I wish. <laughs> Dude, I would plug it every week just to get free ones. This shit is I'm, amazing. Right. No shit. I've still never had one. It's yeah, like, I haven't either. It's you know, like, like um, fuzzy Sprite. water, man. Sprite without any water taste. For me. <laughs> Oh, the, <laughs> drinking it now. That's right. <laughs> We're in the club and you guys Tilco, aren't. Tilbo pass. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So yeah, let's rein this back into <laughs> to, to something that all actually right. makes sense. Uh so I guess where'd the name come from? To, uh, yeah. not Topo Chico. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's Spanish, man. <laughs> <laughs> Deathheads Press, how did like like walk us through how it got started? Because you said it was like a two minute brainstorming session, but and like during that two minutes, Death's Head Press came to mind and was like, "Hey, let's call it Death's Head Press." And we're like, <laughs> "Fucking, that's a great name." It's a, it's a little difficult to say when you say it fast, but uh, it, I, it just it really just sprang to mind. Uh, we had no real plan as to what we were going to call the place. Uh, and, and that's what happened. I said, "Hey, let's call it Dead Set Press." And Patrick was like, "Yeah, all right." And I said, "All right, I'll give you a call back in about ten minutes." And then, bam, we were Dead Set Press LLC. <laughs> oh shit! That's yeah. a that's a that's a quick incorporation story. Well, it started. You know, the, the idea for the book is what started it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had this idea for this book, and I was like, "Patrick, I have this idea for this book." So we basically now hold on. Jared wanted what? to name it. This is the end. He wanted to name it. This is the end. That, no. Well, there's a, no. there's a movie about the apocalypse called This Is the End, right? Yeah. 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 I don't think there was ever a point that I ever wanted to name it. This is the end. That's I'm, what you called it. This is the end. No. <laughs> that, that now that would be a really shitty title, wouldn't it? 
I mean, it, it's it. fine. It just kind of brings <laughs> it in mind the the movie. But yeah, I do. I do like y'all's y'all's quibbles. You know your quarrels on here with each other. <laughs> Bullshit! Eat shit! I never said that. <laughs> right. uh, but that's how it started. The company started around the book, and then after that, uh, you know, through networking through the years with these different authors, uh, I put out a few feelers, and we got a few takers, and uh, I. It pretty much legitimized us as a press, and now we're ready to move forward with some really good young talent on our next uh, our next releases. So, yeah. So the next one coming out is that the hard goodbye? Yeah, that's yeah, February February first. Yeah, February, and that's 1st. a damn good book. That's kind of horror, yeah, though. Chris that's, Miller. That's kind of in a, a different realm. That's more of like a crime thriller type deal. Now, but it's, right. it's really good. Chris Miller's a hell of a writer. Yeah, this actually, this book was the first I've read of his, uh, you know, anything that he's written. But I was very surprised. At, not surprised, but I was very <laughs> impressed. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, It was actually one of my favorite stories in the book. Yeah, yeah it is my absolute favorite story in the book. Uh, so uh, he's great. He's a great author. I mean, besides uh, PC3s, his was really awesome, too. <laughs> the old man and the lamb. Isn't that yeah. what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that one was good, too. Uh, I will say, yeah, both of those are in my top four. Right on. Yeah. Wait, I'll tell you. Give, give us your out. top four. My I want to hear. Book. I want to hear this top four for this book. Um, uh, yeah. your, yours and no ass kissing because I really you, <laughs> you know I wouldn't do that just to because you're here. But uh, no, 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 yours, no. Um, uh, Chris Miller's, uh, Wrath James White's, and uh, yeah, I, I know I wrote it down, didn't I? I? I don't think I wrote it down. But the fourth, uh, fuck. Brian, we talked about it. <laughs> yeah, but I don't remember what your fourth one was. But, but surprisingly, we had like three out of the four were the same. Like, because oh, I actually oh, Wiley Youngs. Oh, oh yeah, the day yeah, yeah. The yes. Day and the hour was really good. Um, I also really liked Apocalypse Meh. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. John Wayne yeah. Communals. Yeah. yeah, John Wayne Communals. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I tell you, Delphine Quinn put a pretty put on a stellar performance in her book too. I think. Oh yeah, uh, that I think one she did really well. Yeah, that one was almost like more of a sort of dystopian sci-fi right. more, yeah. more than it was horror. Oh, I am totally into dystopian. I mean, uh, I can tell that that is, my, <laughs> that, is, that is my bread and butter. I love dystopian tales. Uh, I thought he said opium. Just opium. Just opium in all its forms. <laughs> so so you said that this was an idea that you had for a book jared well uh i mean it, it was a rough idea and then i i talked to patrick and then really this book formed around that but yeah a, a book about the biblical apocalypse basically uh mm-hmm. i wanted to read it and it wasn't out there uh, <laughs> so so i'm like at first i i called patrick to, i said hey well, you want to like donate to this anthology i was gonna kind of go it alone but then uh then it's like well i'm pretty much uh have no what is the word i'm looking for talent or uh anything along those natures for the business so uh patrick's pretty much the brains behind the organization really 
Wow. Just a pretty face. That's that's the first uh, compliment I've seen you give. <laughs> <laughs> What he's doing is blaming me for any problems that arise. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's just say, you know, we were in trouble with the IRS. That's all Patrick. <laughs> it's definitely Patrick. Exactly. And that's why this is being recorded, right? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Well, there we go. Um, uh, well, that yeah, that's that's pretty uh that's pretty cool. I like you said, I, I don't know of many, especially in the anthologies about uh, the biblical apocalypse. The only thing I'm thinking of is uh, what was it left behind? <laughs> yeah, left behind. <laughs> wow. Oh man, I have we tried them for a donation to our uh, anthology. That would have been good. Yeah, have just a little different. <laughs> I have tried to watch the Nicolas Cage Left Behind movie <laughs> so oh many God. times. <laughs> I think I've gotten ten minutes into it. <laughs> He's on a like plane, the, right? The, the actual apocalypse hasn't happened yet. Right? <laughs> Seven seasons leading up to the apocalypse. Oh. Uh, but, uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, we picked a time where, as we know, our uh, our genre is pretty anthology-rich, if you'll look on uh, Amazon these days. I really, uh, really don't know how many self-publishers are out there until you uh, put a book out. And you're getting beaten by uh, stories from America's retail wasteland. Uh, yeah. Tavistock galleries. Uh, oh. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's a lot. But on the flip side, if these are authors that you're planning on using, you know, not using, but like. <laughs> you know, well. Totally fucking over. No. Uh, <laughs> if you're planning on actually putting out books by these authors, then it almost works like a compilation used to do in like punk rock. Like where yeah. you have a. a Absolutely. Punk, you know, it, just exposure to all these different people. And then, yeah, you can build your company and them simultaneously through it. So it could. And we. D- oh, I'm sorry. What? No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was saying, so even if it does turn out to be like a loss leader, at least it serves a marketing strategy. Uh, you know, if you're not making tons of money on it or, or, or you know, anything like that, it is a very good right. marketing strategy. Because honestly, well, there definitely... was a lot on here. I've never, I hadn't heard, uh, or I've never read uh, quite a few authors on here. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got our name out there and that's exactly what it was for. It was designed to do. Uh and we do have a lot of novels from a bunch of the authors in here. Uh, so. Yeah, we got several of those authors in there have, have submitted novels or collections or novellas for us to have a look at. Miller, we're publishing. Rath James White, we're publishing a novel from him. And I know we got something from John Wayne Communal I haven't read yet. We got Wiley, got Catfish in the yeah, Cradle. Yeah, Wiley Young's out. got Catfish in the Cradle from that. So Christine Morgan, we've got a collection from her. Oh, uh, man, that's a badass collection, too. That's it's a, in zombies, but it gives it a whole whole different take on it. Uh, yeah. what, what was the name of that one shit? Uh, Censored? No, no, no. Dawn of the Living oh, Impaired oh, and others. Oh, oh, I thought you meant her story in this one. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, Censored. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, yeah, so... I'm I'm just looking, uh, you know, at some of the upcoming titles. Obviously, we have "And Hell Followed," uh, "The Hard Goodbye," "Catfish in the Cradle," "Reception," "Notches," "Master of Pain," "Stronger Than Hate," "Dawn of the Living Impaired," "Breaking Bizarro," "Rope Burns," and "Dig Two Graves." Plus, a 
<laughs> Untitled Clown Anthology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, anthology coming out around the time it comes out. Mm, there you go. Um. My daughter. So, uh, do y'all plan on having? It sounds like it's going to be more of an eclectic mix. Uh, so, do y'all have? Are, are y'all planning on having multiple styles? Or are you going to focus more on one than another in terms of like extreme horror, splatter punk, or crime, or any? Or is it just going to be eclectic horror and and dark fiction? Well, I think our 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 main uh, imprint, Death Said Press, is always going to be dark fiction. Uh, dark erotica. Uh, you never know what we might come away with branch out into. Uh, I like some techno thrillers, uh, sci-fi horror, you know. Uh, yeah, when you say dark fiction, I mean, that covers a broad spectrum, and that's kind of how we want to be. We don't want to be just, uh, well, this is where you go to get your splatter pump. Yeah. You know, we want to, we want to cover a wide range of horror fiction because that's what we enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of expected more um, submissions with our dark erotica. We haven't actually had a whole lot there. No, really. we have well, any of those kind of authors listening, we can use some more dark erotica. <laughs> well, with the, with this uh, with the rope burns uh, anthology, it's kind of uh, a different anthology. It's got a, it's going to start off with a novella from two of the best in horror erotica, which is Rath James White and Monica J O'Rourke back together again, collabing on a novella to start that anthology off. Uh, so it's a, it's a bit different on there. And, uh, and those two getting together on erotic horror is just, uh, it's pretty cool. I don't know if y'all have read arrows poisoning arrows, but, uh, probably the premier erotic horror. Yeah, I, I haven't. That's Rath James White. Yeah. And Monica. Oh, uh, that J. was O'Rourke. them together. Okay. I didn't. Yeah. 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 Huh? So, that's going to be that one. So it, it's that's going to be a larger book than Anne Hell Follows uh, with with that novella to start it off. It's uh, and we might even throw some flash in there. Uh, so it's going to be a, it's going to be a wide mix in that anthology. And when is the uh, release date for that one? Depends on. The situation. I don't think we've set one yet. I, I don't think submissions close until the end of February. So it's we're All probably right. looking at late spring on that one. No, okay. Right. Our, our... Go ahead. Oh, was someone talking? Hello. <laughs> hey, hello. Yeah, I think all we were all waiting on the other one. <laughs> right. Well, uh, submissions are just now closing on our revenge anthology, and literally, we it was an avalanche of submissions for that one. Uh, the revenge theme really took off, uh, which is we, we're we're toying with the idea to have two books off of those submissions, there are so many and so many good ones. Uh, so we're, we're really thinking about piggybacking another anthology off that one, just to, uh, just to get all the good work in. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, hard to cut get it out. out there. Hard to cut out, uh, good things, you know, good right. stories. Um, and, and at the same time, you don't want a 1200 page <laughs> book. <laughs> like, here's Behemoth. Yeah. Here's a tome. Uh, Right. <laughs> it's only it's only two hundred and forty five thousand words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get that up. Um hold on. So uh, are you planning on 
I know you write a little. You did a reading at KillerCon, Jared. Uh, yeah, yeah. All nine people will attest to that. I did that. Reading. <laughs> hey, uh, we were, I was stuck at Chili's. Otherwise, I would have been there. <laughs> I heard good things from from a couple of those people. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, so that is the only thing I've ever really written. I've got a bunch of half written stuff on my iPad that's lost somewhere in France right now. Uh, but. And the Patrick's the real writer of the two of us. Uh, I, uh, I, I just don't have I don't have the time with the, uh, with the job I have to to get that much involved in it. Uh, I wish I did. Uh, okay, I didn't know if you were planning on putting any anything yourself out, or even on on the anthologies. You know, something shorter. It sounds. I mean, I, I would think that you know on the rope burns uh anthology you know that might be right up your wheelhouse because <laughs> yeah, yeah that could be just, up my alley and you never know i i may submit something i would never admit to it and it would never be under my name uh, <laughs> because uh i we don't really want to be a vanity press and and, yeah. and just start start you know publishing our own works yeah so uh uh, let's try but, to avoid that. Uh, but, but separately, you've heard good things about this guy, Barrett Jarby, right? <laughs> yeah, Barrett Jarby is awesome. <laughs> I, I had actually a pen name. I forgot what it was. Uh, it was really cool, though. So if you see somebody really cool in there, that's me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Barrett Jarby. Yeah, Jarby. <laughs> I kind of uh, like that Barry Jarby name. Fucking that works. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, so basically, you know, you guys, you said you aren't planning on, in more words or less, you're not planning on being Deadites twin brother or anything like that. Not just putting out uh, just uh, dark, or not just uh, like splatterpunk and, and extreme horror. Um, no. No, no. Are you? But we don't want to dilute it too far either. Uh, we don't want to stray. It's all going to be have a dark twist to it. It's there's not there's not going to be any young adult books. There's not going to be any kittens and rainbows. Uh, but yeah, we don't want to dilute the uh, the brand too much by branching out too far away from our roots. But uh, yeah, yeah, we want to get we want to have a little something for everyone who likes likes a little darkness in their life. You know. Yeah. Huh. Are you I just want to say I just got a friend request from a Fernando something. I can't read his last name. And he has the biggest fake tits of a Fernando I've ever seen. <laughs> I, send him my way if you if you want to deny him. I'd always use friends like that. <laughs> I mean I've already turned down half of India. <laughs> I, I love you. What is what is it with the Middle East sending me all these uh, friend requests? I'm getting kind of concerned. It's a goatee, man. They love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard a lot of people uh, saying the same on Facebook. Uh, you know, that, that a bunch of bogus either models or uh, random people from the Middle East that they have no mutuals or anything uh, with. Poor Craig not getting any friend requests. He right. doesn't hear I've, about it. I've heard people with friends I've, I've heard say people get friend requests. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice. 
<laughs> Cry for help. Uh, yeah. so, uh, I'm stuck in golf class right now. That's pretty much all I do on my, on my most of my time when I'm supposed to be reading these submissions. I'm playing golf class. <laughs> oh, dude, I love golf class. What's your name on it? It's there? a good game. I'm uh, probably Jared on golf class. His, <laughs> his name is Barrett Jarby. Yeah, Barrett Jarby. You may have heard of me. No, I'm just Jared. Uh, I think, so, but I love golf class. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I can't remember if my name on there. It may be only Craig, or it may. Oh no, that was when I decided to be a dick. My name yeah. is uh, Bagger Vance. Bagger Vance. <laughs> Bagger you Vance. decided to be a dick, <laughs> right? You weren't born that way. That was a conscious decision. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, do y'all remember that uh, the legend of Bagger Vance? Yes. yes. Yeah. Anyway, I, I just uh, one of the worst golf be... movies ever. What? There's always tin cup, but <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Beggar Vance. Uh, I saw that on TV one night, uh, right as I was signing up for this, and I was like, "Yep, I'll be Beggar Vance." That's what I'll be. Uh, no, I'm just Jared, man. So, are you guys uh, planning on possibly back to this? Uh, are y'all possibly going uh, to do like the Patreon route or any subscription-based models for the e- ebooks or no? Is that not something? I mean, yeah, I would love to do a Patreon and you know a Kickstarter on certain things. Uh, it's just right now being so new, we just want to get our feet under us right now. Uh, uh, get dispersed. Uh, year of losses and and devastations <laughs> over with and then we'll we'll look at begging the public to fund our our next books uh, basically well i just think <laughs> even separately like patreon's such a good model for uh for especially like not not really novels but shorts and stuff like that you know uh it, i think it works for a lot of people uh i i just haven't looked into it far enough um I mean, because honestly, I mean, this takes up a lot more time than I, I really had any. I couldn't, I couldn't believe how much time it takes up just doing uh, this little bit. Uh, there's a few ladies helping us out. Without them, I don't know how we would do this. Uh, but we're definitely going to go down that route after our first few releases. Uh, see where we are. Uh, yeah, just get a feel for it. Now, are y'all gonna be doing KillerCon this year, or I'll be there. You'll be there. Okay. Yeah, Patrick. Jared's gonna be in life. Africa. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so. oh yeah, I, I remember seeing that on Facebook. Didn't you Sorry, say but, you're not gonna be there either, Craig? Uh, I'm not gonna be there. I, I will have gone to Vegas like a week before. Now, so. I heard some news last night that, uh, and I'll just bust it off in uh, that. Patrick is going to be joining us for scares that care in Virginia this year. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know I'll if he was either. saving that as a surprise for me, but, well, uh, but his wife busted him out because his wife and my wife are good friends. So, uh, uh yeah, uh, I told her to buy us hotel tickets. So uh, I guess it's pretty much set in stone. Now. Well, actually we <laughs> should do an Airbnb if we're all going to be there with yeah. all the kids and stuff. But anyway, that's different. Yeah, we're gonna have the kids too. So I'm, I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna sit at the table with you, and they can go off to the beach or whatever they're gonna do. Right. I, it's the Atlantic Ocean. It's gonna be pretty damn cold. Uh, but anyway, in August, be there. 
<laughs> we uh we're sharing a table with Wiley Young. Uh yeah, it's fucking you know it's always cold up there. Jesus Christ. It's not like Florida. If it drops below eighty, it's freezing. That's right. <laughs> so anyway. So do you want to explain like what Scares for Cares is for anybody who might be listening and doesn't know? Well, Scares of Cares is a is a, actually a charity convention. Uh, the uh, the proceeds are going to uh, juvenile burn victims. Uh, I'm and I'm not quite sure all the charities that it encompasses, but it's all for uh, younger people, for kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just it's just a big convention it has actors. Uh, it's it's got its own its own page. It's it's one of the big ones of the year in the in the book world. Uh, it's more it's more formal than say your killer con yeah uh, so it, it's a lot busier uh killer con is great for when you want to rub elbows with your favorite author uh and you want to network as a as a publisher but scares of care is definitely for the fans uh to uh to expose them to a different side of horror you know uh the loving kind side <laughs> of horror <laughs> yeah, I think uh, so, doesn't Brian Keen isn't he on like the board of that or possibly even running? Yeah, he helps put it on or something. I'm not right. sure what its exact role is. Yeah, but him and Joe Ripple, uh, I think the guy's name is. Uh, but Brian Keen is definitely heavily involved in it. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's a convention uh, that I've always wanted to uh, actually just check out because. Uh, everything I've read about it, it sounds like it's a really good like mid-level convention uh, in right. terms of uh, fans and stuff. I think it gets an attendance of about five, five, six hundred people, something like that. So. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it'll do do a little better this year. Last year, I think they set a bunch of records with attendance and and money uh, money's raised for the charities, but I think this year they're going a little bit bigger. Um, so I, I think it's growing to being more than a mid-level. I think it's getting to be one. It's no Stoker Con, but uh, it's getting there. Yeah, uh, yeah that's so. awesome. That is. Awesome. Who'd you say you were sharing a table with? Uh, Wiley Young. Uh, okay, yeah. They're uh, young. He had a. Uh, he's got one in Andel Follows, and he was in uh, Clickers Forever, yeah. uh, the uh, tribute to JF Gonzalez. So he's a. Uh, we've got a novel coming out from him. So he's, he's a good dude. His short in this was really good. Real like real creepy. Yeah. It, yeah. It was. <laughs> it, it was, was one of the best in there for sure. Yeah. Very good. Uh, it, it honestly seemed more um, more cinematic like to me than than a, a, a few of the other ones. Like that one seemed more like an episode of a TV show or something. You know? Right. Like it, I could see a franchise going off of that type character in the apocalypse. So, uh. yeah, he's uh, he's deep into his, his mythos writing. Uh, so I believe that with Wiley, you're going to see all of everything he writes sort of tie in at some point in the future in his writing. Uh, it'll all tie in. I yeah. think that's his plan. That's so, cool. yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Uh, we also have the the lead story, the Horror of Babylon from Sam West. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you you guys are familiar with Sam, whose real name is Colette Metcalf, but uh, she's probably one of the most gruesome 
uh, imports from the UK that we have. Uh, and, she, and not too hard on the eyes either. I, I've got to admit, uh, the writing is, is phenomenal. Uh, it sets the tone for the, uh, the book and, uh, I dig her. Yeah. I, oh. I, I really enjoyed, uh, that story. I, I haven't read a whole ton. There is a Sam West book that I've read. Some, was it intruder or something like that? Um, something like I, she's, she's got quite a few out there. Uh, but, uh, she's donating a bunch to us for this party. So, uh, we'll have a bunch of her books available. Awesome. Yeah, I know she's working on something with Matt Shaw right now. That's kind of a, uh, it's a, like a parody of, uh, twilight. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, uh, oh, that's, that's a good idea. <laughs> if it's with Matt Shaw, there's no telling what's going to happen in the book. Uh, so, <laughs> Any man who will take a punch from wrath is, is willing to write just about anything. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, uh, I was really bummed about missing that at KillerCon. I, I uh, drank a lot. And then I, dude, I, I hardly ever saw asleep. you at KillerCon. <laughs> I, I fell asleep and woke up and then went down to the bar. And that's when I, 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 I met up with Patrick and and you for a little while, but yeah, I had uh, yeah. I basically the main day I fell asleep. <laughs> the craziest thing about KillerCon is is we me and the wife pull up, you know, and and my wife's like, oh, who's that guy out there smoking a cigarette? You know, he needs a haircut. I was like, shut your face, that's Edward Lee. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, yeah. When I pulled the up, the first I time like, I met oh Edward Lee, oh my god. Edward Lee came into the bar and he's carrying like five sacks of Chinese food. And he just comes over to me. Hey, you want some Chinese food? Didn't know who the hell I was. I'm like, uh, I'm good, man. I ate at least Chinese food. So, uh, but yeah, I think mean, he, really... he was hammered as hell too, offering Chinese food to everybody. Dude, I, I got hammered one night. I, I must admit, I was pretty one hammered. Night? <laughs> one, that one night. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I did as well. Most. Of the... Yeah, it was a good. It was a good time. It was a good time. Uh, Rath is putting together a really special deal there. Yeah, we got we got John Skip's going to be there this year. Which, yeah, right. Yeah, so I'm excited to meet. Which I sent him a friend request, and he did not accept it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna confront him about that <laughs> at this coming. <laughs> yeah, make sure we do a lot. I hope I'm on, on a that. panel with him. If I'm on a panel, I'm gonna bring it up in front of everybody. Maybe <laughs> just like right there. Maybe he just or, thought you were a model. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, maybe. <laughs> the goatee. The goatee, man. That's it. But there's a lot of good guests this year. Uh, uh, a lot of good panels. No reading for me this year. And and speaking of that reading, that reading came about because Mister PC three here, because I volunteered him. I was like, I was like, hey man, guess what? You're gonna do a live reading. He's like, no, I'm not. I was like, yeah, you are. I, I fucking just I told Rap you're gonna do it. He's like, nope, that's not gonna happen. So. I had to put myself in there. I had to take one for the team because that was supposed to be him. True story. But it will be this year. True story. <laughs> you should have just been like, hey, I'm, hi, I'm 
I'm uh, PC3 and <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that would have worked. <laughs> uh, now, Patrick, you did a, a reading recently. Your first, right? I did do a reading. Yes, uh, here in my hometown of Greenville, with even less people than Jared did his. So, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little world famous, you know. Yeah. I can't help it. Um, but it wasn't near as bad as I thought it would be, honestly. Yeah. It, it went yeah. Yeah. I could see. I'm not. It's weird. Like, I'm I'm not just super outgoing, but um, on a stage, I've always been fine. But reading, I hate doing in front of people. Oh, uh, so, yeah. So. You know, it's kind of like getting a shot as a kid. The build up to it was a lot worse than that. <laughs> actually doing it yeah i dreaded yeah. it all that day and then once it happened it's just like not that big. yeah yeah pulling a band-aid off yeah yeah it kind of sucks I, there's no two ways about it. i'll never do it again but <laughs> <laughs> well well so, do oh, I, no go ahead I want to find out a bit, a couple, few things about you two dudes, man. Uh, Brian, you're the quiet one, uh, the reserved one. Tell, uh, tell Jared a little bit something about Brian, man. Um, let's see. The tables have turned. <laughs> yeah, this is this is not the side of this I'm usually in on. Um, <laughs> well, no, I mean, like most of the time, the the reason why I'm quiet is because uh, Craig asks the same questions I'm going to anyway. Right. Like we don't we don't ever usually prepare for these things, <laughs> and so um, could have fooled me. Yeah. <laughs> That's right up our app. Yeah, I mean, so so we don't usually prepare, so we end up having a lot of overlap in what we're going to ask anyway. Yeah, right. And he usually just beats me to it because he wants to keep this thing going, whereas I find train wrecks amusing. But- <laughs> Absolutely. That, that, that was the uh, show prep. Craig's like, look, we're going to go on gonna talk about some stuff. <laughs> and, then, and then we'll talk about some more stuff after that. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's about it. Have like- some stuff ready. Yeah, because I mean, most of them we don't even ever prepare for our normal episodes either. We we watch something, we read something, and we never talk about it until we're on air. Yeah. <laughs> and the bummer, the <laughs> bummer, the one thing about uh, us also is you know we've known each other since we were eight years old, so almost yeah. thirty years now, and yeah. um, we have always had this like thing where we are thinking and saying the same shit a lot. Right. We used to call it the Unimind. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we're right on, on as far as questions go, we probably, <laughs> you know, I basically cut them off, so I'm not the quiet one. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> well, from my perspective here, man, you both have really cool microphones. So that's like <laughs> a plus. That is, or, that is like 90% of the job. I know it. I mean, y'all got that lick. <laughs> Yeah, so, I got I got the edge uh, on Brian because I'm into Topo Chico. Yeah, so right. We got, we got that going. All, oh, Brian's got the cool out. headphones on too. Though. That yeah. is true. You that just got true. some sorry ass earbuds. You look like a teenager. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they actually were the ones that came with an old iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> so they got the three and a half jack on them. That that is so yeah. yeah. They're twenty eleven. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> What can I say? Anyway, <laughs> I'm an iPhone 4 man. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> no, <that's good. laughs> 
When is that going to stop getting updated? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I got a seven. I'm running iOS 6, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think Golf Clash would work on that, so I would have had to update anyway. Yeah. Right. But, well, I recently lost my brand new iPad Pro 10 and a half on a plane uh, from between here and Paris, France. So I got with lost and found. They're like, yes, we, Mr. Barbie, we have your, your iPad. Uh-huh. Right? So I even called them. They're like, so they're like, we, w- we will need your pin number for your iPad. I was like, well, you are not getting it, you know, yeah. uh, or whatever your name is. So, okay. So flash forward, I pay 150 euros to get this iPad back. So the iPad I got back was not an iPad Pro. It was like an iPad 2. Uh, mini with like with Jean Pierre, I think, or, I think Javier or somebody's <laughs> name on the fucking front of it. So the moral of this story is is think that Air France fucked me out of my uh, iPad Pro. I just Dude, thought I'd Charles de Gaulle Airport is the worst airport I've ever been in. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> and see, they don't make the lost and found in the airport where I could just pop in and say, hey. There's my iPad. It says BDSM on it. Like I said, you know, uh, <laughs> no, you have to get you have to get on a bus to go. You got to go through immigration, get out into Paris, and then it's just crazy. So, anyway. I just want to say that French Texan accent you put on that was awesome. Yeah, Aww. it was it was it was spot on. Yeah, I, I like, thought I thought so. I've been practicing. Are we in France? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been practicing in the mirror for like days. For, for that, but yeah, they actually wanted better my, than uh, you're reading, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> He's got jokes. He's got fucking jokes. I had the same attendance anyway. though. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> said, had the same attendance. <laughs> that, that, that is pretty rough. Uh, <laughs> Damn, anyway. Craig. I'm sorry. I know it. What is up? See, we're Being that aggressive to our guests. I know. It, I know it, it. It hit me mid mid thing that. Oh yeah, I'm not just hanging out. These are our guests. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bad. we're just normal dudes, man. Uh, we're nobody's guests. <laughs> we're just normal dudes talking. Uh, so anyway, what else? Well, I'm like. Two weeks into not smoking, too. Oh yeah. Oh really? Nice. Yeah. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah, that smoking is smoking less, really. Yeah, that's. But I'm trying. Fun. Are you an asshole to everybody now? <laughs> and more than usual. <laughs> uh, no, I'm over that that phase of it. Plus, this like vaporizer has three times what a cigarette has in it, so I was like. So it's almost I like you're smoking fall. more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Without the tar and shit. Yeah. Just pro just antifreeze. Antifreeze and uh <laughs> vegetable oil. <laughs> I guess are, are you making your home blend or <laughs> no, no. I've uh, got a place in China that uh that hooks me up. Yeah, there's a place uh, by us called Kick Ash. And it's this, this yeah, a couple that sells it. And every single time I walk by, they're behind the counter, like mixing buckets of shit. Right. And I'm like, uh, I don't know if I want your, want your. Right. I mean, I'm the sure special it's right. blend. No, <laughs> who knows? Where the fuck are you going? 
I'm going in. I was going to get my wife in on it. Look. <laughs> yeah. Hi. How are oh, you? There we go. All right. Some dogs. Hey, girl. <laughs> yeah. Just figured y'all want to see the the dog plan. Yeah. See, I can't get any room on the couch because it's all dogs all the time. <laughs> all dogs all the time. Yeah. Anyway, it's times like this. I wish we were still doing this like live, live on video. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we used to do live shows like that. Right. Y'all yeah. would love me during a live show. I do really inappropriate shit for live shows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Now we're looking up your armpit. <laughs> but anyway. Well, so what's next from uh, you guys? Uh, the, well, there's the a long show? list of. The hard a long by. list of uh, books you named off earlier. No, I was just asking what's <laughs> next. But what uh, personally is next for from you, Patrick? You working on anything? Uh, yeah, I've got several writing projects in the works. That, you know, the, that's one thing about Death Said Press is all the editing and publishing that slows down a lot of the, the personal work I'd like to do with the writing. But I've got I've got a few things in the works. There's a couple of anthologies I have my eye on that I, I'm probably going to submit to. I'm working on a novel right now about 10,000 words into it, but uh, trying to knock out uh, about 500 words a day on that. Uh, yeah, I've got things in the works. Well, cool. Cool, cool. And, and what kind of book is that that you're yeah, writing any, Anything you want to say about it? Uh, you know, it's actually a, a lot different than anything I've ever done. It's not horror. It's mm-hmm. actually it's more literary fiction. Um, kind of having to do with uh, my experiences. Okay. So it's a, it's a lot different than anything I've ever worked on, but I think it's going to be really good. Cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, I appreciate y'all coming on, um, and we look forward to having y'all on again in the future, and look forward to seeing a bunch of different uh, titles from Death's Head Press. Uh, you want to. You want to shout out like where people can find you and stuff? Go for it, Patrick. Uh, well, we got the Death's Head Press page on Facebook. I think you got one on Twitter, don't you? I don't ever get on Twitter, so I don't. Yeah, at Death's Head Press. Uh, and uh, we're growing the Twitter thing. And we got our website, deathsheadpress.com. So uh, find us yeah, and our book, so far, our books are available right now on Amazon and uh, Kindle and paperback. Uh, and El Follows is, is double live. The paperback and the uh, Kindle version are live and available for purchase right now. Uh, and the Hard Goodbye is available for pre-order. So. And that'll yep. be coming uh, out next week, huh? Yeah, that, that is correct. Now, March 1st is going to be our next big release, I think. And it's <laughs> going to be Catfish in a Cradle by uh, Mr. Wyle E. Young. Uh, yeah, we'll have, so. we'll have Notches coming out at that time, too, by Mike Innenbach. So. Oh really? We're gonna, we're gonna have a couple coming out right around that time. Yeah, right. we've got a lot. Uh, Kenzie uh, Jennings, uh, another new one's got reception coming out. So uh, right now we're gonna we're gonna flood the market here in the first few months of uh, 2019. Yeah, you uh, guys are really hitting the ground running. Like yeah. that's a lot uh, of releases. We <laughs> we uh, Tell me about we, it. we we didn't realize what we were getting into at first. I think. Uh, and we uh, we took a pretty big bite out. It's going to take us a while to sort through the the amount of good submissions we got. I, I I was really taken aback by just how many submissions that we are continuing to receive. 
Um, we probably have about a hundred in revenge right now. Close right. To uh, and then you're counting. And there's a lot of good ones. I, I've read through a lot of them. There's some good stuff. Oh, I've read through a lot of them too. All, uh, at least four of them. And uh, those four were great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a little behind on my reading. Only 96 uh, to go. <laughs> Only 96. And uh, so you better grab me in the first two sentences. That's all I got to say. And uh, Greg, I thought you were submitting to revenge. Uh, well, I was going to. I, I have something in the works, but now that I hear there's a hundred, no, nah, I'm good. Let's well, <laughs> <laughs> set this one out. <laughs> it's uh that one that one took off. It seems like there's a lot of freaky revenge oriented people here in the in the industry, and it is kind of worrisome. Uh, but good in a way. Uh, oh, yeah, I think that's always kind of been like a staple of horror, though. Right. Like, yeah. You know, uh, I spit on your grave and stuff like that. Even mm-hmm. so, well, even like every EC comic was revenge, you know. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But those never made any yeah. sense. It was like it was it was like, oh, my husband cheated on me, and then like a goblin would kill him. It's like that doesn't even <laughs> like, <laughs> like it didn't even make any sense at all. <laughs> right. Yeah. But that's like what happened in like every issue. Yeah, yeah. It was almost always uh, that just yep. random goblins. <laughs> random goblins are there. Hey, I like that premise. I like the title. You guys, when when is random bo- goblins going to be released? <laughs> random. random. <laughs> We're, we are stealing that, by the way, Patrick. Write uh, uh, that down. But they all have to end like that. Just a random right. goblin. Then a fucking random goblin, goblin came out and ate him. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> the random goblin anthology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Send us random goblin themed stories and we'll get them published for you. <laughs> but uh yeah. We're just gonna try real hard not to be the Earl Shibe of uh of publishing. We're not just gonna put out a bunch of titles, uh, yeah. as it yeah. may seem here at first. Uh we just <laughs> we just contacted a lot of talent and a lot of talent responded. And when you have talent when you put out the call and people respond you have to do something. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you, you can't just let let the talent go. Uh, there's a lot of a, a lot of the old guard that's in there. That, their stuff is good. It's always going to be good. But we have a lot of young new talent that we want to get out there and uh, uh, build something with them. Because uh, at Death's Head Press, we're more about building relationships than we are, you know, just working with people. Uh, you work with us once, and we're family. So. Well, I mean, if if future releases are anything like this one, you know, then it's going to be great because yeah. like this is a really solid anthology, and it's it's uh, appreciate hef- that it's hefty yeah. too. Like it's not like you know the the stories in it aren't two pages and you're done. Right, it's, it's like substantial things. Well. Holding it in, in paperback, I was really amazed at that that very fact. I was like, man, this is like a real book. I'm, yeah. I'm like, this is awesome. I, it's perfect size. I, I think you can go overboard. Nobody wants a 200,000-word a anthology yeah. uh, about the same theme. Uh, I, th- I think it fits the mold. I think it's got humor. It's got gore. It's got sex. It's got everything that people want to read. Uh, now, if they'll just... Uh, Buy it. I mean, we're tearing up the the uh, we're tearing up the pages read on Kindle Unlimited. Uh, we 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 get a couple of thousand page reads a day, uh, 
right now. So that's uh, we've got that going for us. I don't know what Kendall's saying out on that, but uh, people are reading it. And uh, just ask that everybody who's reading it, give us a review. Uh, yeah. Especially you suckers I sent free copies to. I want them <laughs> reviewed. <laughs> <laughs> Not you guys. Uh, anyway, uh, but that's it. Uh, All right. well, we're really pleased with the book. We're, we're happy with how it came out, and we hope that the, the constant reader feels the same way. The podcast you just heard is part of the B&E Network. Brought to you by bmovies and ebooks.com.